I am Ustaz Mizi Wahid. You're now listening to The Breakthrough with Mizi Wahid, a podcast that will help you in finding and knowing yourself. An exclusive podcast only on Audio Plus. Hello everyone, welcome to the very first episode of The Breakthrough with Mizi Wahid. In today's episode, the topic that I'll be addressing is the question of I want to know myself better, but where and how do I start? Okay, so um, this is a common question, I guess, when somebody's trying to press the reset button and trying to restart their life, trying to kickstart their life once again, that they feel has been rather monotonous and stagnant. It hasn't been uh, going anywhere much. You don't feel like you've been progressing enough. Uh, so this question um, tends to, you know, uh, appear in our minds whenever we're going through this phase. I believe that all of us go would go through a similar phase at some point, some in their late 20s, some of us in their mid-30s, some of us when we hit 40 and so on, okay? Um, and it's a weird question if you were to look at it from one perspective because what does it even mean to want to know myself better? Shouldn't we be the ones who know ourselves best compared to anyone else? I believe the reason why people say such a statement, I want to know myself better, is because they feel like they don't recognize themselves anymore. When they look at themselves in a mirror, when they um, reflect on their life, their career, their relationships, they feel like they're trying too hard to be someone that they're not either because they're trying to please others, they're trying to impress people who don't really care about them anyways, or they have been told to fit in a certain way in society, in the workplace, and so on. So it's no surprise then when all of these things are happening around us, we get a bit stuck in life and we feel like, you know what, I need to restart everything. But in order for me to do that, um, there is uh, a prerequisite to that step and that is to get to know the person who owns this body, who owns this name, you know, the person who runs my life and that is none other than myself. I want to know myself better. Okay, so that is the topic. And as I will um, address every single topic throughout this series for every single episode, what I'll do is I'll... Um, attend to questions that I normally receive relating to the questions which is part of the main topic you know so for example for today I'm just going to go through a couple of common questions that I usually get and I'll respond to them one by one and the reason I do this is because I feel that whatever questions that I normally receive would be something that has crossed your mind too or something that you're currently experiencing in life so um, I thought that this would be the best format and I, it will also help to make the session a little bit more engaging, inshallah. Okay, so um, first and foremost, the concept of growing up is actually not that easy. Growing up here means that you are moving on, transitioning from phase to phase, from the phase of being a student uh, going to university life, 
and then starting your career and then um you know getting married and having kids you know just basically the, the overall concept of growing up and being an adult yeah um and if you don't pause for a moment you'll just actually be going through the phase phases like almost in a in a very jaded way because you're like i'm just moving along and going with it and you know going with the flow as they say i don't really think enough about the next step i want to take or why i need to continue to be on this path why can't i change my path why can't i just revamp everything why can't i choose a different track in life why can't i um do something which is unconventional for people in my industry or people with my expertise why must i just go along with everything that people expect me to you know and i can understand the frustration that you might feel if that is how you've been running your life so growing hard growing up in itself is hard and this is not even taking into account your individual unique um upbringing yeah where some of you come from broken families and some of you come from perfect families that have been intact together for a long long time since you could ever remember some of you have um you know families who are abusive maybe verbally or even physically and some of you have had an extremely loving um uh, relationship with your parents all of us here would have had different experiences but that does not guarantee that life will become much easier when we step out of the house when we see the world uh, on our own when we get a job yeah when we start our own family there are no guarantees everyone will have to undergo something that will be in the form of a test yeah from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we will need to um try to accept and embrace it as part of our Uh, life's journey okay easier said than done but you know what let's get straight to it okay so um the first one i saw what would happen by watching and observing others that were growing up before me i learned all that they did amidst all that happened in their life but still i'm afraid that i will repeat the mistakes that they made well okay so that's the first one right So for this one I believe uh, a simple example I can share is if you have been observing your your parents and your parents unfortunately decided to part ways when you were young when you were 7 years old when you were 15 years old doesn't matter right you saw them and their marriage break apart and it broke your heart you're very disappointed you're very hurt by it um and for a moment you thought that you know what I'm I'm never going to do what they did I'm going to be more responsible I'm going to be more caring and forgiving I'm going to be a better spouse you know you see all of these things and you attend all the courses the premarital workshops and you read all the books on marriage and things like that on communication you've done all that you can however it still does not you know give you the absolute confidence that you thought you would have at the end of the day i think your body your heart your mind recognize that there is no certainty that your future your marriage 
will be stronger, will be more stable. The only thing that you can do is to work hard, to be conscious every day, you know, to um, to take initiatives and to be disciplined even when you don't feel like it. That is the difficult part of trying to be an adult and trying to make things work out and trying to outdo those in your past whom who have failed. You know, I wouldn't say that they failed you, but they failed in their own lives. And you learned from, the, from those um, incidences. And now all you want to do is to not repeat their mistakes. But I think a better way of looking at it is instead of saying, I don't want to repeat their mistakes, just say, I want to be better. I want to have a, a, a loving marriage. I want to have a relationship that lasts. I want um, me and my partner to be respectful towards each other at all times. You're just saying the opposite of what you saw growing up. And, and that is your prayer and that is your hope and that is your expectation. If you always saw your parents bickering, fighting, arguing, yelling at each other, labeling each other with nasty labels, then you're just saying, you know what, my prayer, my hope and my uh, conscious decision is to always call my spouse in a loving manner, you know, with, with endearing nicknames. Yeah, um, this is to... Uh, and to give me the confidence that inshallah there will be no repeats that was my parents life and I'm going to draw a line on the sand and say that enough is enough that's the end now for me and my life for me and my wife for me and my husband it's going to be absolutely different we're going to have a fresh new start fresh new beginning okay the second one is uh, adulting in adulting I learn new things every day but it is hard to cope with it every day can I slow down I think what this person means is it's hard to cope with all the things that an adult needs to do um, usually it's just work and work and work and work and work and then all the responsibilities that come with it after that and paying bills at the end of the month and all of that so it's just busy 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 um, and I know what it feels like to want to just slow things down but at the same time you are in a dilemma because like mm, what if I slow down and then my life gets into a mess because things aren't settled and my bills are not paid and people are going to look for me at the workplace and so on uh, so you feel bad to want to slow down, you feel guilty, you fear the worst, and so you just keep going and going and going and going. You know, imagine that little mouse inside of its cage where they have this, um, this what do you call that thing, uh, a running wheel, right? Where it keeps on running and running and running, it's really not going anywhere. Sometimes that's how you feel. You're just running and running and running, but you're not growing as a person, Okay. Um, for this particular question, I would say when it comes to slowing down, it's important that we do. We must um, schedule moments when we want to take a break, not just schedule our work meetings, not just schedule our deadlines, not just schedule our submission of work. You know, we need to also schedule time to rest. Whether your resting time includes your loved ones, like your family, your kids, or 
it is just something you do on your own it does not matter what matters is that you need to schedule it you need to set an hour a day just for you to wind down and relax and not think about anything else if you do this regularly then i believe that it can actually relieve you of all of the pressure that you're feeling uh, on a daily basis okay and and then with the statement of oh it's hard to cope with it every day yes it's hard but it is what it is every adult goes through it and deals with it um, what could help is if you were to hang around some people who understand what you're going through because perhaps they're going through something similar too. This is where usually friends would uh, meet up because you know they would be around the same age and you guys studied in school together or perhaps got to know each other somewhere along the way when you were studying and you know playing sports or something. Now that you are uh, professionals and you have your own job, your own businesses to run, um, and while at the same time some of you are starting marriage and family, so you could all relate to uh, each other's, <laughs> I would say, miseries, right, in this moment, because um, you, you feel bad just wanting to take a short break. I believe it's important that you do, but it's entirely up to you whether you want to do like an hour a day or you want to just take time out on the weekends. Like don't touch a single day, uh, an entire day over the weekend. And if that works for you, then I guess that's what you should you should do. Okay. Um, the next question is how to know and make sure that I'm growing on the right path and that whatever path that I'm on is the best for me? Well, that's a really good question because people rarely ask or, or concern themselves with whether or not they're growing. They just want to know whether this will lead to somewhere. And they're not thinking of growth from an internal point of view. They're just looking at growth in terms of um, reputation, ranking, position, salary, and things like that. They're not really looking at personal growth. Whether they become wiser, smarter, quicker, more creative, you know, they, 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 are, they become more tolerant and more patient in, uh, when, when the stakes are high. You know, they're very um, composed in those kind of challenging situations. To me, that kind of growth must be given more attention and focus too, you know. So what if you have not grown as a human being, okay? So always focus on growth. Um, and the way to know, because that's your question, how do I know if I'm making growth? Um, the way to know is when you are dealt with certain circumstances, are you reacting in the same way? And are you responding with the same words and the same thoughts and, you know, um, if it's still the same, in a bad way that is, then maybe that's a sign that you have not truly grown. If you used to be easily triggered when your colleagues annoy you, when your boss is difficult with you, and you're still like that, I don't think there has been any growth whatsoever. So how you measure your growth is, for one, for one way, is to actually see your responses to the different situations that you find yourself in. Okay? Um, next. I always have thoughts that people will judge me no matter what I am doing. How to get rid of the bad thoughts? 
Well, the good thing is that you recognize them as merely thoughts. You have thoughts that people will judge you. And it's not the same as people actually judging you. But let me just break it to you, okay? What I've learned in life so far is that whether you choose to do something good or whether you choose to do something bad, people will always have something to say about you. The conclusion of this is not then continue to do bad. <laughs> That's not the point. The, the conclusion to this is choose to do good anyway. Because if people say bad things about you while you're doing good, you'll be rewarded by Allah. And you'll be rewarded too for doing the act of service, you know, uh, helping people, trying to build something meaningful for the community, helping your parents or children and so on. So just do good anyway. Don't bother. You can't control what other people think. You can't control what other people say. In my book, The Art of Letting God, I spoke about this. I spoke about the power of acknowledgement. Like you acknowledge that certain things are just beyond you. You can't turn back time if something bad has happened to you. You can't control when somebody has something to say about you. Or even even more, when they have something to think about you. Like they have uh, opinions about you. Who can control that? And so if you can't control something, why are you so bothered by it? And why are you allowing people the power to dictate your mood and to dictate your day, you should be free from all of those things. You should be better. You should be stronger. You should rise higher and tell yourself, you know, people can say whatever they want, but this is my life. And I choose how to celebrate my life. I choose how to live my life. I choose to focus on um, being the best version of myself that I possibly can by Allah's will. Okay, so the way to get rid of negative thoughts is to first tell yourself that it doesn't matter what they say. Okay, the ones who truly matter in your life, they normally would have encouraging things to say. Now, even if you did something wrong, they'll confront you, but they'll confront you in a very objective way, not in a demeaning way, not with the goal of trying to bring you down. Okay? So that's why, you know, you need to have those few people whom you can always rely on at all times. Um, next, I also have thoughts that even if others are being nice to me, they are actually just pretending. Again, these are just your thoughts. Okay? For me, what I've decided a long time ago, if somebody comes to me and speaks to me face to face, and they're very nice to me, yeah, very respectful, very kind, perhaps soft-spoken and respectful, like, I'm just going to take it. I'm going to take whatever they give me on the surface level, you know? Um, I'll take whatever that's on face value. I will not try to interpret the hidden meanings and agendas and ulterior motives that they might have. I'm not here trying to be naive or that I'm encouraging it at all. I'm just saying that there are moments when it's just not worth your time. When nothing valuable is on the line it's just a simple conversation don't overthink if you, if you bump into your colleague and your colleague has something nice to say like hey you, you look good today or hey amazing job in the presentation last week if they say such things just take it say thank you okay and if they you know if they give you a compliment about your looks you look amazing too today right 
um, if they compliment you about your presentation and say, wow, you know, well, I learned from you, you know, or I, I picked up some tips from you, from your previous presentations, you know, something like that. Um, and, and then immediately you don't have to waste your energy trying to figure out what this person's motive really is. Because sometimes, in fact, most of the time, when people say something nice, they're just literally being nice. That's it. Nothing more than that. Okay. Um, next point, a people pleaser. Is it a good thing? I think you know the answer to this. Um, it's, it's not great when all you're trying to do in life is to try to, try to please people. Uh, I read a quote once that said that one sure way of guaranteeing failure and disappointment in life, throughout life, is to live your entire life trying to please other people. Why? Because it can never be achieved. In Arabic, there's a saying that goes, uh, uh, People's pleasure is a goal that you can never attain, they can never achieve. So don't um, worry too much about that, okay? When people want you to do something and you genuinely can help them out, I don't think that's trying to please them. People pleasing is going out of your way, over and beyond, um, when it's something that doesn't really require anything much from you to begin with, okay? Um, or perhaps they had some other way or they could have asked some other person, but you keep on wanting to do it for them over and over again, sacrificing your time and your life away just to please that person, okay? So when I say this, I'm, I'm saying this in the context of maybe just a random friend or, you know, a colleague or perhaps even your employer, you know, to a certain extent, not, not entirely. Because there are times when you need to know how to please them in a way where, okay, they, you know that they like things to be detailed. You know that they like things done a certain way. You do it. That's got nothing to do with people pleasing. That's just you meeting your basic job scope, right? That's just you doing as per what you expected to do. That's it. Okay, but when it comes to perhaps your parents, you should always try to appease them. You should always try to make them happy. Allah, the Prophet said in Hadith, "Rid Allah fi rid walidain." You know, Allah's pleasure is in the pleasure of your parents towards you. So you need to try to please them. If anyone at all deserves for you to work hard to do that, it would be both your parents. Okay. Now, before I go on, I must add on to this point because I am very much aware due to the many DMs and messages and emails and questions I get in my events where people say, you know, Stas, I try my very best to please my parents, but they're never happy. They're never satisfied. They're never pleased with me. In fact, I get scolded. In fact, I get compared to my other siblings. In fact, they love my other siblings more than I, more than they love me. You know, things like that is really heartbreaking to hear. Um, especially you know, understanding that they have done everything a child would want to do for their parents and still underappreciated. If that is the situation, and I hope you'll just try your very best to be patient um, and take each day as it comes, I'm sure there is hikmah, there is wisdom behind why everything happens and your patience will be greatly rewarded by Allah in the hereafter. Okay. Um, and the last point is, I have my own perspective and want to go on, but I'm afraid that these decisions will affect the journey in getting to know myself and I will end up giving up. Okay? 
So you have your own perspective. I think what you mean here is that you have your own ideas, your goals for your future. Um, but you've been doing something else in life or you've been following what your parents wanted you to do or what society expects you to do. But you have your own ideas. You're scared that if you pursue it, um, it will become difficult and then you will give up. Okay? I think having fear of the uncertainty and the uncertain future is rather normal. All of us have it. Okay? Some of us, the fear appears bigger in our minds but in reality a lot of these fears can be managed um, you just gotta be realistic with yourself like okay I want to quit this job and start my own business you know or start my own podcast or write my own books or whatever it is you want to do that and you know that everything has a risk and so you fear that some of the pursuits and endeavors that you want to undertake is going to end up as a failure. Everybody thinks that way too, I guess. Um, you know, if not in the beginning, at some point later on when things get tough. To me, my advice would be um, start small, dream big, and then you scale up slowly. Okay? So those are the tips that I would share with you uh, with regards to that. And last but not least, you know, mentioned about um, uh, the journey of getting to know yourself. You said that. So what I want to share with you is um, the first revelation that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed to Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is Iqra, read. Iqra bismi rabbikalladhi khalaq. Read in the name of your Lord who created. Um, reading is essential for all of us. It's it's not right for you to say, oh, I'm Muslim, but I don't read. Uh, I find it problematic. I'm not saying that it's a sin. I'm not saying that you are no longer Muslim if you say that, if you do that. No, I'm just saying, I just find it problematic because all of us must read because that is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um, revealed to us. The very first word is to read. How can we not read books, read about science, read about um, the economy, read about um, social sciences, read about um, human biology, read about all of those things to know ourselves better. When we know ourselves, then we know our weaknesses, we know our strengths, then we can dedicate the time and resources to um, help our, our, ourselves grow. Okay? We deserve a better life, we deserve a better future, and in order to experience the breakthrough that you're looking for, my dear listeners, you have to invest in yourself. Invest in the education of yourself um, and try to upgrade new skills, you know. Um, and once again, you can only know which areas are your weaknesses by first of all reflecting and then reading about all of these things and then you'll, everything will just click and then you say, oh yeah, this is what I went through last year but I'm now recovered. This is what I'm going through right now. You know, I need to know what, what I can do next, you know. So reading is such a powerful activity. Um, I hope that it doesn't just only become your own personal habit, but it becomes uh, the habit of everyone else you know and all of your family members. Everybody loves to read. And by reading, we become smarter. And by growing in that area, um, we also become more and more confident to lead our life um, towards success, inshallah. All right. So 
Thank you everybody for um, listening in to this very first episode on The Breakthrough with Mizi Wahid. Okay, so this episode is available exclusively only on Audio Plus. Please feel free to share with your friends and family members so that they can check it out and they can stay tuned for the next releases. There'll be quite a number of episodes that we're going to do together, inshallah. So please stay tuned. Okay. Um... I would want to share with you one um, short du'a and the du'a is Allahumma inni ala dhikrika wa shukrika wa husni ibadatik Allahumma inni ala dhikrika wa shukrika wa husni ibadatik O Allah, please assist me, help me to remember you and to be grateful to you and to perform um, acts of worship in the best way possible. Okay? So we make this dua on a daily basis in hopes that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bless our life and will make us servants who remember Him often. His promise in the Quran is Remember me and I shall remember you. Imagine living a life where God always remembers you. Um, you'll be safe, you'll be protected, you'll be blessed with abundance, inshallah. Ameen. Ya Rabbal Alameen. Once again, Allahumma a'inni ala dhikrika wa shukrika wa husni ibadatik. Thank you so much. Till the next episode, take care. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Thank you for listening to The Breakthrough with Mizi Wahid. I hope that it will help you in your journey to finding yourself. Always remember that you are not alone in this wonderful journey. Listen to us on Audio Plus app or Audio Plus at www.audioplus.audio.